welcome to Seahawk Talks, Salt Lake Sentinel's podcast. We'll discuss international, local, and school news and feature interviews with staff members and students. Stick around to the end where I'll break down the biggest story of the week. It's November 14th, 2019. It's International Girls' Day. I'm Helen Ehrlich. We'll begin with the Seahawk School highlight, the top stories from around South Lakes. The ASVAB Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery Career Exploration Test will be on Friday, December 6th. Students in 11th and 12th grade looking to do military testing should enroll early with the Career Center to ensure their spot. Club photos are being taken. Check in with your club leaders to see what time you're taking pictures for the yearbook. The fall show is underway. The show will take place on November 21st and 22nd at 2 and 7 p.m. You can buy tickets at bit.ly slash Theater. Use the ticket code DREAM to purchase student tickets. Congratulations to our marching band for placing fourth at States. This has been another impressive season for them. Hey guys, uh, welcome back. It's everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Um, so I just wanted to talk about on today's Water Break Veterans Day. Um, I know everyone celebrated, especially our school, especially since we had class on Veterans Day, which has never really happened before, but I guess since we've had the four-day weekend. Um, I know a couple people were upset about that, but I'm sure everyone had a good day, and uh, we celebrated our veterans and all branches of the military. So I will see you guys next time on my water break. Have a good week. Hey, guys. It is Mark for your Sports Minute. Let's just start with South Lake's fall sports. Congratulations to our cheer team on getting fourth in the state. We are really proud of them, and this was just a great season. Our volleyball team were the runner-up in the region, and they are really, really doing well this year. It has um, been a great season for them, and it's not over yet, so uh, keep it going, ladies. And then as far as football goes, uh, the Seahawks will travel to Chantilly uh, this Friday to play the Chargers in their playoff game this is uh, obviously the biggest game of the season for them and it's winner go home so uh show up to chantilly and uh, show your spirit as far as winter sports go we have tryouts going on right now and we want to wish good luck to all the athletes trying out and a good season for all of our seahawk athletes and then if we're going across the website we have a bunch of great articles going up one about the herndon game that is a must-read if you uh, were there. It was a great game for South Lakes. Uh, we have a lot more in the works, including an interview with the basketball coaches and interview with cheer and even the dance team. So stay tuned for that. And as always, I'll see you guys next week. And now for the Big Story Breakdown, explaining the biggest stories you need to know about. So Virginia just held one of the most important and competitive elections in the state's entire history. You can read way more about the entire election, who was running and what it meant up on our website. But Virginia voters came out in droves and they completely flipped the legislature. For the first time in 26 years, Virginia is entirely blue. This is somewhat shocking considering that Virginia in the past has been a red state and then it became a purple state around the time of President Obama. But by now people are saying this is a blue state. Northern Virginia is loaded with more liberal and democratic voters, whereas the more rural areas of the state, excluding the areas that are home to universities, are almost completely Republican. They run deep red. But with the loss of the final Republican seats, the state has become controlled by Democrats. 
Democrats have flipped two seats in the Senate and five in the House. They are now controlling the General Assembly and the entire governor's cabinet. In Fairfax County, our local elections were also won by Democrats. The county school board is now completely Democratic, and this is expected to help the safety of LGBTQ plus students and faculty because there were anti-LGBTQ plus candidates who were running and they wanted to overturn protections on bathroom usage for trans students, and they wanted to remove LGBT content from health lessons. Uh, there is now also Abrar E. Omesh, who is now the youngest person ever elected and the first Muslim woman ever elected in Virginia. So this could lead to a lot of changes for the state. The NRA, the National Rifle Association, is based here in Fairfax County, but with blue control, it's likely that gun control will be passed. Virginia has a pretty strong history with gun violence and a pretty strong history with gun ownership, but the largest donor on either side was an organization called Every Town for Gun Safety. They donated a great deal of money and time into making sure that gun smart candidates, as they're called, or gun sense candidates, um, were elected into office, and they were. There is also the Equal Rights Amendment, the ERA, that will likely be passed to provide protections to LGBTQ plus members of the community and women. Um, there will also now be Democrats in control of the state redistricting after the Supreme Court ruled that Virginia's voting and districting was severely gerrymandered. Um, this will likely alter many other topics, such as healthcare and minimum wage, Combating voter suppression, these are all really big issues in Virginia and things that haven't really been tackled the past few years or have been tied up between the red and blue conflict. So while this was a big deal for Virginia, a lot of people were watching Virginia very closely because Virginia is a big voting state in the 2020 election. It has a lot of influence and it's considered kind of a marker of what's going to happen for the rest of the country. The fact that Virginia has been so consistently blue in the past few local and state elections means that it will likely go for one of the Democratic options running for president right now, um, and that could completely change the entire course of the country. Virginia's delegates have a lot of influence, and you know, suburban voters, it really showed how strong they were in voting. The rural areas did not have as much of an impact even with the gerrymandered voting districts. So we will be discussing this later in the year and the coming year as we look at what is happening in the presidential election and how our state plays such an important role in this. Thank you for listening to Seahawk Talks, South Lake Sentinel's podcast. I hope you listen in again next time. If you enjoyed the music on this week's episode, you can find more of Reston's Catch and Toad's music on their website.